Hello. Hello. My name's Bria. And my name's Alejandra. And we're Hussies Bitches. Facts only. You know what the really great thing is? Is that I think we have such um, different voices. So for anyone who's listening, I don't think they'll get us confused. Oh, I hope not. Which is super, I hope not too. I would feel weird. You know, we're just like, I hear two females and they sound the same. One day, one day we'll release a version where people get to see your faces and relate a name to a voice and then it'll get easier for them. But until then, have fun. If there are issues, I can just start talking like this the whole time and then no one will have any issues. Male anime protagonist who? (laughs) I only know Bria. Thank you. So, you might be asking... What the fuck is a hussy, and why are we his bitches? You know what I just realized? What? Um, is this a, isn't hussy like a word? <laughs> <laughs> so, I would like to clarify to any listeners out there, we are not hussies, though we might be. We are just hussies, bitches. Hussies and bitches. Hussies and bitches. We are bitches for hussy, and bitches yeah. probably outside of hussy context. Yes. And that's uh, Andrew Hussey in particular. <laughs> in particular. And particularly if you know multiple Andrew Husseys, which I'd be impressed if you do, um, we are talking about Andrew Hussey, creator of MSPA Adventures and creator of Homestuck. Homestuck? Homestuck. Wait, I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, MSP Adventures. Yes. MSPA <laughs> yeah. ASB Adventures. Yes. I've never been great. Acronyms. No, it's totally like it's like the ATM machines, you know. Oh my gosh, M for machine. <laughs> yeah, M stands for machine. That's kind of crazy. Wow, <laughs> you learn new things every day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> certainly do. So, Ollie, if you want to describe what Hussy's bitches is gonna be about, how it's gonna go down. Yeah, how how it's yeah. gonna go down. Um, me, me and my homie Bria here, we're just talking about how, you know, during the pandemic, we're really into that whole regressing into your middle slash high school interest thing. So, for us, that was the wonderful comic, Homestuck. Oopsie, Oopsie whoopsie! <laughs> we made a fucky wucky! Yeah, um, hi guys. Uh, if you couldn't tell, we messed up. And we realized that we didn't say what homestuck is um we just kind of threw you into the deep end um and some we, some of you may know some of, you, some of you may not know yeah we just thought hmm maybe people who like haven't read homestuck might want to listen to this and we should have that be accessible for them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all yeah. about accessibility to um yeah. our degeneracy <laughs> so what is homestuck you might be asked Homestuck is a webcomic that used to be found on mspadventures.com about some kids and a video game. (laughs) And honestly, it gets gets really weird. There's a lot of time travel and a lot of, like, fun little flash animations and games. But honestly, like, because of its complexity, it's really hard to just be like, here's Homestuck in one sentence. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just this great big volume of text and images it has been compared to to ulysses by james <laughs> joyce 
Um, but I think our summaries of the chunks that we're reading each week might do a better job of kind of getting y'all familiar with the text and what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, so this week um, we read Act 1 and Act 2, and it would be very fun if, um, if you haven't, you can pause this, and maybe you can read along with us. You can go ahead and read Act 1 and Act 2 and then revisit this podcast whenever you have caught up to where we are. So, um, <laughs> if not, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, big spoiler <laughs> alert. So we start off with our, our boy, Zeus Smell Poop Lord, um, <laughs> a.k.a. John Egbert. And um, it's his birthday. Uh, what is it? April 9th? 2000? Whoa, April 13th. The 13th. It, oh, it's 2009. 2009. That's why. I got the 9 from there. April 13, 2009. 413. Oh, what a number. That's a big number. It's a big number, which we'll get to later. Anyways, um, so it's his birthday. He's getting um, a gift. He's waiting for his copy of Suburb to come in the mail. And pretty much what happens is, like, his friend, Turntech God Table, is that his name on um yeah yeah who's something like that something like that who you find out to be dave um starts messaging him he's like yo this game is lame but john is super excited to play it and then dave is like oh you should play with rose um because rose is very excited to play it and what ends up happening is dave gets his copy of the game after lots of shenanigans after having to encounter his dad who is obsessed with cigars and harlequins um (laughs) everyone in every human or like child in this um webcomic has like another person they're li- living with um who has just like a really interesting interest <laughs> yes very interesting interest and they often all try to avoid interacting with this person yeah. to avoid battle or strife so <laughs> we have a strife sequence with john and his dad he gets the game he gets his his player copy not the server copy which is a uh, very important stuff happens he downloads it him and rose start playing rose is like his his host and stuff (laughs) lots of shenanigans ensue lots of moving of john's toilet and bathtub yeah so like the like physics of the game is like you connect to the video game but it's like almost like the sims Mm -hmm. but if you were the sim yeah (laughs) yeah facts and so rose is playing with the little sim john and she's moving all the stuff, trying to figure out the mechanics of the game, using a very um, sparse walkthrough, which you find out is sparse for a reason, because when you um, use one of the machines, it starts a three-minute countdown to the end of the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not three minutes. Four minutes and 13 seconds. seconds. What am I slipping? It keeps coming up. It keeps coming up. I'm slipping, bro. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this four minute 13 second countdown happens and they're like what the fuck and they do a lot of things and then all these meteors start raining down on uh john egbert's neighborhood and then um lots of things happen he activates this colonel who becomes a clown <laughs> who then becomes his grandma as a clown he gets a blue apple he eats it his house is transported into um the 
is chasm. The, this chasm that is called <laughs> what is it called? The the middle? No. Mm, medium. The medium. The medium, which is a plane that exists between light and darkness. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Anyways, um, John is there. Then you go learn more about Rose. She keeps losing her connection because her neighborhood is also like there's a bunch of rain, but it's also on fire everywhere around her neighborhood <laughs> because there's also like meteors fucking raining down everywhere around her. Uh, Everyone's getting hit by meteors and dying, presumably. Probably, but she's in a weird mansion, um, all isolated, so her and her mom are sort of chilling. Her mom is an alcoholic who's really into wizards, um, which is all you need to know. And Rose has a dead cat, and she has to go out to the dead cat's tomb to find a generator to reconnect to the game. Um, at this point, when John is, like, sent to the fucking wherever the hell he is, um, Rose <laughs> is like, um, because you lost your copy, because your car fell into, his car, which had his, uh, his host copy of the game, fell <laughs> into the abyss of nothingness. <laughs> so Rose is like, okay, now we gotta get Dave to play the game and create this weird loop of host, um, host and player and host and player so we can, like, save everyone. But Dave's like, oh, this is lame. I lost my copy in a weird throwing a sword at a crow incident. <laughs> um, so he's like, I don't want to talk about it. He does not want to talk about it, but we get to know. It's very fun. Yeah. And then he goes, snoops around Dirk's room, encounters lots of Smuppet ass and Lil Cal. Yeah, so Dirk is his brother. Yes. And his brother likes puppets. A lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so he finally obtains uh no he doesn't we don't see when he obtains the copy no, do we we don't he, before then we get mayor yes before then um another character comes in who's also sort of controlling john by entering his mind <laughs> and pu- inputting thoughts into john's mind through this weird machine and it's our little mayor boy who's just a hungry hungry boy in the future um <laughs> who doesn't know how to be polite until he does when he reads an etiquette book. And he's just like, boy, you there, boy, do these things. Because the mayor knows some stuff. He's honestly just fucking around, and then he presses a button. Facts. He, that, that's, that is the mayor's role in this. Yeah. Um, what else? Well, when he presses the button, you also get the a 413, 413 timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when that goes off, He's in a little bunker, and the bunker becomes a rocket ship. And it flies all around, and you see the four <laughs> islands of different, like, environments, different biomes, you know, that um, yeah. become important <laughs> later. Also, at some point within this, you get little snippets of our girl Jade, who you do not know her name yet. She's just, like, Garden Gnomastic or whatever. Yeah. But she just says um, very cryptic and uh, future thingies. Like, hey, by the way, do you want to bring your... Rose, do you want to bring your dead cat back to life? Oh, John. John is going to lose his present, but he's going to find it when he needs it. Um, mm-hmm. Just knowing things that she should not know. Because she's all-knowing. You know, Jade is crazy. Yeah. Um, and we'll learn more about her later. I realized, also, that we use a couple of terms that we don't define. For example, I think I... I can think of three. Colonel uh, <laughs> is, like... Almost like in a video game, think of your little side companion. But mm-hmm. the side companion can, like, talk to you and be real annoying. And also <laughs> be, like, your dead grandma. As well as, like, a harlequin. Yes. You know? 
we talk about catalogs and spillodexes, I believe, as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the characters in this webcomic, or, like, the human characters, at least, have spillodexes where they can, like, interact with objects and, like, hold them, and instead of holding them, they put them in their spillodex, or they catalog it in, its, in their spillodex. And when you say catalog, it's pretty much, like, cataloging, but there's a captcha on the back of it. <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> that yes. makes so much sense. Yes. I, it also just occurred to me as I said it. Um, <laughs> why it's called that. But, like, the way they organize their, their syllodexes are different for each person, and they use moduses to organize them, and each modus is a different data structure. Which we will talk about later. Bria gets yes. into it. But yeah, I think where we yes. end off is the mayor flying around. And then there's a really cool act two ending video that um, I need to rewatch. We talked about rewatching it <laughs> yes. later. Uh, where a lot happens. And yeah. Cinematic that, masterpiece. Cinematic honestly. masterpiece for real. <laughs> and that's kind of where we are with act one and act two. So, yeah, uh, oopsie whoopsie fucky wucky moment over, I guess. Um, yeah, have fun. Bye. <laughs> Hope this makes more sense now. Woo <laughs> woo. Woo woo woo. And we were on this Zoom call <laughs> talking about it. And Bria was like, you know what? Would be great. This would be great for a podcast. And I was like, you know what, Bria? You're fucking right. And I'm impulsive. So I pulled up Streamlabs, and here we are. And what we're going to talk about during Homestuck's, uh, Homestuck's Witches? No. Hussies Witches. Hussies Bitches. Hussies Bitches. But also Homestuck's Witches. We're bitches for anything, really. Um, so we're going to talk about what our experience is with rereading Homestuck. Personally, yeah. I never finished it because it wasn't done. I wasn't actually caught up with it, but it wasn't done by the time I was, like, reading it, wherever, whenever that was. So for me, it's, like, maybe halfway through, I will know what's happening, and then after that, I won't. Bria, what is your yes. So, I had quite the interesting experience with Homestuck, because I got into it very late in the game, like, during the final hiatus before Act 7. That final hiatus, that was... Now, <laughs> yeah, I... I have a habit for getting into things, like, during that last hiatus, because the same thing happened for the Magnus Archives. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, started reading Homestuck the first time, freshman year of high school, for a boy. I started in... <gasps> no. Yes. Yeah, I did. I started in, in November, and I caught up by January, early February. Insane. Just literal insanity. Like, but I've I done was... things for men, but Homestuck... <laughs> Yeah, no, we, it was a dark time in my life. We don't think about it. Um, but at that point, I was prioritizing reading it for speed rather than enjoying it. So rereading re it now, and a lot of the pieces are really coming together for me. It's a much more enjoyable experience. Yeah, and I think I went to still like our first thing. So right now, this yeah. first episode, y'all, is just a kind of hodgepodge of our... <laughs> Um, as I described it earlier, we don't really have a layout. We're just kind of raw-dogging Homestuck at this point. Um, oh, um, speaking but I of raw-dogging. Should... <laughs> <laughs> I think we should mention 
that uh, every week we're reading a certain amount of Homestuck. It's yes. not like we read the entire thing That's for today. Nice. We read Acts 1 and 2, and then um, for next week we're reading another chunk of about, what, 800 pages or so? Yeah, since it's like about 8,100 pages total... And we are, yeah, I know. Well, that's actually, that's not including, like, I mean, uh, Homestuck 2 and stuff. Well, that's that's another thing to tackle. But, um, yeah, since we are planning on doing this before the school year starts <laughs> out for us, we have approximately 13 weeks. And I don't know how I did the math, um, but somehow I, I got, <laughs> somehow I got 8,100 divided by 13 is 800, which is not the case. I love but, how, like, um... <laughs> We were like, let's let's do this math to figure out how much we should read each week. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to trust the person who's less of a STEM major to do this for us. <laughs> Humanities for the win. I said English? Yeah, I can do math. And the computer? Let's go. But I like, it, it's just weird because I wanted to find it a point. It's probably going to be like less some week, more some week, especially for Act 6. That's going to be a struggle. Because I wanted it to end at a point that made sense. Like, because I was like, okay, I, I divided it at first. And then the page just was in the, like a random weird spot. It just like wouldn't have made sense to end that. So this week, up to Act 2. Next week, who knows? It'll be a mystery until after. The, when the viewer this. will know. The viewer, yes. Yeah. We shall not. Right. So before, before we got sidetracked, we were going to talk about how revisiting Homesuck has really like allowed us to truly appreciate um, Hussey's genius. <laughs> I don't think it's an exaggeration to call it genius. It's, like, incredible. Again, like, with this podcast, we'd started talking about our thoughts for this section, and then we're like, actually, let's re-record all this. <laughs> um, but as we were talking about before, Hussey was really able to balance, especially in, like, this beginning part of Homestuck, like, having a lot of it be, like, user-submitted plot points and then also having it be really well thought out foreshadowing of like mm -hmm. where the story is going for sure and there's this really really awesome tool that i would suggest using if you are either wanting to reread homestuck or yes. if you're new to homestuck <laughs> and it's called the unofficial homestuck collection this wonderful person whose name i do not know off the top of my head um put together uh pretty much like an offline version of Homestuck that has all of the Flash-enabled animations and minigames that were in mm -hmm. it because, as we know, Flash has died. Rip Flash, we will see forever. So this collection has put together all that so you can play Homestuck as it was originally meant to be played. And it's got wonderful things. It's got, mm -hmm. like, a whole hodgepodge of things. But relating back to what Bria said about um, balancing, like, pre-planning and reader submissions if you go on the unofficial homestead collection to the new reader section there is andrew hussey's original like introduction to the msp adventure site where he talks about each individual story and his creative process and how it developed from smaller things like body quests to bigger things like problem soup and homestuck yeah, no, I, I just pulled up the website for the unofficial Homestuck collection. I believe the username of, like, the, the person who made it on GitHub is Bambosh. So shout out to Bambosh. Oh, and also, spoilers. In case anyone cares, like, about spoilers for Homestuck. Facts. 
but like we were talking about earlier like even like rereading it this time like we know we're gonna want to like go back to that act two finale and see how that you know fits into like all the stuff that's gonna happen later um Mm -hmm. you know for me it was like how how the mayor the mayor the mayor we have to (laughs) we're we're gonna (laughs) our king well not king not the king but our mayor (laughs) how he like you know interacts with all the uh islands or planets that we see later Mm -hmm. god so cool so So cool and you were talking about you know the cat yes jasper how uh, this is another thing we had to talk about is (laughs) um jade and her role in it like just the fact that like Jade was just like, mm, you want to bring your dead cat back to life? I was just like, is this is this how it all happened? Because Jade was like, let me fuck around and just be like, yeah, Rose, I'm, I see all this shit happening, and you can bring your dead cat back to life, and all this shit's gonna happen, and mm-hmm. John's gonna lose his present, but he's gonna find it later when he needs it, so it's fine, which he still hasn't found it, and I'm stressed about it. I <laughs> um, know, and I know he finds it. I remember when he finds it. I don't. Like, I... <laughs> Like, I don't remember, like, the exact circumstance, but I remember that he finds it, mm-hmm. and it's, like, epic, and whatever. Yeah. Especially, like, when Dave is like, I'm gonna bleed like a goat. Like, yes, I know it's coming. I'm waiting. I know it's coming. It's just a matter of when. It's so crazy. Like, <laughs> I just wonder how, I, I want to see how Pussy kept track of all of these tiny, minuscule points, and even, like, also the larger ones. Like, how, mm-hmm. like, he planned this. How far ahead he planned it all. How much of it was, like, okay, I'm planning, like, a week out. I'm planning a month out. I'm planning, like, I, mm-hmm. I'm so baffled. I'm honestly so impressed with, like, even, like, the most minute details with, like, the, the capsule log stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, how did he plan out having, like, whatever's in the room going to conflict with the other, like, like, yes. the words in Dave's capture logs and, like, those running gags. He must have had, like, a thesaurus <laughs> out. He must have been there. Because, like, yeah, when it was talking about, like, the simple words, like, what? It was, like, move and the... Mm-hmm. But, but it, like, worked perfectly. And then you get to create those, like, funky, fresh names, like the Whirring Blade contraption or whatever it is. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of it doesn't feel, like contrived a lot of those like the wordplay stuff and the different like conflicts in the capture log Mm -hmm. it it feels like so well thought out like there was one part that i can think of where i was like oh maybe he like did this on on purpose with the nunchaku versus like nunchuck oh yeah but like it still fits in with dave's character to be like i want to call them nunchaku rather than nunchuck yeah for sure speaking Mm -hmm. of Dave. Dirk. Dave. We're gonna talk about Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. Dirk. I don't know about um other listeners here. Yeah. Um, I remember my first time reading it. I was I I loved Dave, and rereading it, I still love Dave. Perhaps he's so cool. I think I appreciate Dave even more than I did when mm-hmm. I was in middle school. You know, like in middle school when I was thirteen, I was like, I have a crush on this fictional thirteen-year-old. Like now, I mean, but now. Don't say you still have a crush on a 30-year-old. I'm going to say as a 20-year-old, I just appreciate his, as I described it to Bria in my text messages, his verbosity. The sheer verbosity of this man 
he, I, I like am keeping track of quotes that I like, and I think like a majority of the quotes that I have written down are from Dave because I think he is just so funny. When you say verbosity, do you mean like his raps? I mean his raps. I mean just okay. the words that come out of his <laughs> mouth at all times. The verb. The I don't know if verb. I, I didn't look up if verbosity is a word. You know what? Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter. I just know verbose is a word. Right. But I don't remember. Is verbose a noun? An adjective? Um, if you're verbose, word? it's an adjective. Oh, well, I guess he's very verbose. <laughs> but like, verbose. I think if you're verbose, that's like it means you like you speak a lot. Like you speak like long words. I feel like in Loosely, loosely verbose, loose verbosity is what Dave has. Rose is the one who's actually verbose. Yes, I I will say though, um, about Dave's raps. As much as I admire how cool Dave is, I was trying to read those raps. This I remember reading those raps for the first time, and I'm like. Hmm, I don't know if I get the beat here. I don't know if I'm truly <laughs> understanding the meter. I, I think it's clever, but I don't know how well this will hold up under a beat. I think that's the point, though, because he's just a, a little young white boy trying to <laughs> rap, and you know that little young white boys are usually not good at um. rapping. So I think I think mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. of the you know part of the magic of Dave Strider is that he's, he's his, not that good. His rapping is not good. Okay, okay, yeah, I can I can appreciate that. He's like but he's I, like Eminem. Have you watched Eminem's freestyling videos? No, you need to. Um, <laughs> I'll come back next week having, having watched, watched Eminem's freestyling videos and Con- I'll yeah, give contextualize update. Dave's rapping in the style of Eminem's rap speaking to okay. his random readers and i think i think it can be very well appreciated under that context okay. <laughs> do we want to talk about the smuppets right now or do we want to move on to other characters um because i was gonna say like if um talking about like characters that like i have like a newfound appreciation for rereading it mm-hmm. it's jade and i know Insane. i know you were like jade's one of your like Kitty characters. <laughs> um, I'm saying this. I'm not. I'm not a millennial. I am Gen Z. However, I am not um, the young part of Gen Z. I was on Stan Twitter. You know, I was a very big part of Stan culture. But I am not part of the new wave of Stan culture where Kitty has been normalized. This is a very <laughs> new concept to me. Yeah, I'm. I'm still used to Kitty not being a normalized con- concept. Yeah, it is. When it means something much stronger than to relate to a character. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, whenever, you know, whenever we, me and Bria use Kinney, if we use Kinney, Kin, Kinney, any of oh, those. Oh, just versions. wait till we get to, like, Solix. Stop! <laughs> the fairy and Nepeta, get out of here. But, um... <laughs> The, it, when we use it, we loosely mean it as relates to, you know, mm-hmm. not as mm-hmm. what it has become or what you might think of it no. as. Well, like before it was like, I thought I was this character in a past life type of thing. But now it's, but now it's like, I relate to this character. Yeah, I, I don't, I yeah. don't believe that I was we're, yeah. in, in a past life. Yeah, we're I'm using just, a normie version. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're normies up in here. We're just some normies <laughs> perusing stuff. <laughs> Uh, so, but like especially in the earlier parts of Homestuck, Jade is like 
not super present. Like, you don't get her, like, full introduction. Like, right now, she's just Gigi. She's just, uh, what, like, Garden Noss. Yeah, something like that. But I really appreciated, like, not just because it was rereading it, her, like, you know, knowing what's going to happen, her her knowledge. Mm -hmm. But she's just such a sweet girl. She's she's so nice. And I didn't, as an edgy teen, I'm still a teen now, but as an edgy teen, I didn't appreciate that as much. It's, she's just so, so wholesome. Mm -hmm. Like, if we're reverting, if we, if we fully regress back to, um... (laughs) Tumblr vocabulary from circa no, circa like twenty eleven or whatever. She is um, cinnamon roll. How she's a cinnamon roll. She's a, she's a small beam. Small beam. Small beam. Um, she. We love and we care for her. She fully encapsulates that energy. Yes, we must protect her. We, we must protect her. <laughs> truly. <laughs> no, it, it was very surprising. As someone who I think it was in seventh grade. That I cosplayed Jade. I think it was in <gasps> because it was Young. when it was when I had long hair and I cut my hair in eighth grade. So um, it was either early eighth grade or seventh grade when I when, when I cosplayed Jade and I cosplayed her in her midnight dress. So whenever that was a home sub, which we'll get to in a future episode, yeah, that, that is how far I was into it in seventh grade. <laughs> but thinking back on it, I didn't remember her being so minimal in the first two acts. Like, so, so, like, not present at the forefront, but you know that she's in the background, like, playing a super important role. Yeah. Which, I, and, yeah, I was not yeah. able to We'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> like, in, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, other characters where we, like, didn't expect them to have a presence like they did in this section, the first two acts, is... Our one and only mayor. We love our little mayor. I literally, like, I'm very bad at remembering things. Truly. I don't remember. I I consume media. It leaves my brain. That is just how I function. But I so clearly remember the the panel of him creating his town. I so clearly remember that section for some reason. Like, it literally just popped in. Like, you know those things that just live in your head rent-free? Mm-hmm. Truly for the past, like, six years of my life, Cantown and the mayor have just lived in my Cantown. head. Honestly, like, and we, when we got to the part where, like, the mayor was, like, instructing John as to, like, what to do in the all caps. Yes. I, at first, like, I didn't even expect the mayor to be there so early. I was like, is this, I thought it was is Nana. this car cat? I, I thought it was Nana. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was the Sprite. Cause I was no, yeah. no, I was, I thought it was Carcat because it was all caps, even though I knew the trolls were not for like another two acts. Yeah, is but ah, uh, our mayor, I love him. So he just he's just a hungry boy, and I can relate. <laughs> he's a wonderful little character. One thing I did pick up on was he does have an attraction to the color green, and I don't remember why, and I. <laughs> want to understand because what's he going ate, on he there. ate the green and black chalk he just ate the green chalk he ate no he ate two pieces of chalk yeah and sure. they were both green they were both green oh they were both green i didn't because yeah. i i didn't i skipped past that panel too fast and i was like what colors are gone 
I knew green was gone because it got mentioned later, but I thought black because he used the motor oil for the checkerboard. And I was like, oh, it's giving Rob Black. He should talk because he ate it. But that does make sense that it was two green, two green chunks. Yeah, yeah. And then when he tries to, like, eat, like, the new pumpkin, he tries to bite, like, the green the stem. stem of it. Yeah. So that was something I picked up on. Crazy. Um, yeah, what a, what a lovely little character. What I, a sweet little man. I just... <laughs> just he kept being like please thank you please oh thank you please <laughs> it was so lovely he's just he's doing his best our polite boy do you do you want to hear a story yes. about like the man and my experiences with him i would love to so <laughs> so where i live there's like a little japanese gardens uh and every year they hold like the spring festival mm-hmm. um and it's supposed to be you know like a you know japanese cultural festival but people turn it into an anime festival, and people cosplay. Is, yeah. And the first year I went, people, you know, made it a homestuck thing as well, because this was right before Act 7 was, was released. Um, and so I'm walking around this, this festival, and by the little stalls, and I see a man cosplaying as the mayor. And I walk up to him, and I'm like, hello, can I have a picture with you? And I did not take a picture with anyone else that day. I just <laughs> have a picture of me and the mayor. The mayor is the most instrumental character in Homestuck, period. He truly is. It was a good cosplay, too, because it was, like, full body, like... Oh, dude. Yeah. I cannot wait to... Because, you know what? I, like... I'm, I'm unashamed in the fact that I want to cosplay the troll. I want to cosplay them so badly. I painted myself gray two nights ago. Two nights ago. Which was the day after I started reading Homestuck. And then I immediately... Like, you know those TikTok, that TikTok trend? That was like, that is something you were doing so well. You were so young. Um, to Thank our you. viewers, Bria yes. showed me a wonderful photo of her and the mayor. And the mayor cosplay is very good. It is. Um, <laughs> but, you know that TikTok trend that's like... Uh, it was an old one. Like, one of the first ones where it was like... One day into blank, two days into blank, yes. one week—it's literally me. One day into reading Homestuck, <laughs> painting myself gray. Like, what are we? How far gone am I already? You know, no. how much worse can I get? No, we had mentioned this, or I like I mentioned this to you before, but like one day we're going to take the sharpie back. <laughs> I want Gun- to. Get, I think skin poisoning is a rite of passage for anyone who's on set with them. <laughs> To be clear, I do not think that uh, skin yeah. poisoning is a rite of passage. Um, <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. Do not take a bath in Sharpie. But we will. Yes. Yes. We will for, for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went on this very strange tangent. But like, we did. What, what, what other thoughts do we have about this section? I'm going through the, what notes we had. Um, <laughs> we can talk about... Did oh. we want to circle back to the Smuppets? Well, if we're going to talk about... We'll, we'll just talk oh. about character relations first. Okay. Um, so, we're talking about, you know, act the first two acts. Mm-hmm. We get, like, the first generation of the four kids. That's what you get. Yes. But you get introduced to, like... No, no, no. What are we talking about? We're talking about <laughs> Bria. Well, I, I'm, I was... My brain was like, go to Dirk. We are not going to Dirk yet. But Bria mentioned how, like, the second time reading through noticing like how he was like mm-hmm. pushing the relationships 
that you're supposed the to be the shipping, you know? <laughs> because, I mean, we, we, we all know that a Homestuck fan doesn't want to say Dave Cat, but this was pre-Dave Cat. This was yes. B, BDK before Dave Cat. Oh, God. We're going to get into all the fucking shipping diagrams for this. <laughs> There's so much because there are four types. It's <laughs> so exciting. We said more rails. Let's go. <laughs> but, like, you can definitely tell that Hussey's, like, trying to, like, be like, hey, guys, John and Jade and Rose and Dave. Rose and those Dave are the, those so, are the ships. so pushed off the bat. Like, literally. It was so pushed. Literally, like, the second panel when Dave was, like, <laughs> like or the first one where his tester log was there. And then he was like, yo, Rose is, like, flirting the fuck up with me again. Yeah. I was like, I do not remember it being so, like, in your face. Literally. Honestly. And then it gets so gay. So fast. And so, I, so did you know that declining, declining a lady's request to game could be homosexual? <laughs> he was like, oh, no. Gay? <laughs> me being gay? Me and the Smuppets? Me and the Smuppet schlong being the dragged Smuppet across my face? Oh, <laughs> like he's just he's just is it on the one hand i'm like these are 13 year old kids yes but and on the other y- on, on the other hand these are also 13 year old kids i like i feel like i'm gonna have a more complex relationship with like the fandom and the age of these characters as we continue but it's something that i'm keeping in the back of my mind right now yeah it's like it's interesting because obviously like the events that happen in Homestuck are so insane but yeah. like still trying to grapple with like yeah like reflecting on how where we were when we were 13 and it's very interesting because I think we were probably around that age when we first started mm-hmm. reading this and I think it says a lot that we could not comprehend or understand it to the fullest extent at that age yeah like oh <laughs> speaking of things we did not understand when we first read it the capsule yeah. oh dynamics. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. Let, let's have our our, um, our comp sci major over here. Yeah. We, uh, talk about data structures and <laughs> So, I mean, for the record, I am no longer strictly a comp sci major. I got the heck out of that one um, <laughs> last semester. <laughs> But I'm still I'm still semi related to comp sci. I I'm a teaching assistant for like several comp sci courses, and a lot of the stuff that we cover are data structures. Heyo. Um. So the first time I read Homestuck, I was just like, I don't know what these moduses are doing. I I'm just gonna play along with it and just be like, I'm sure this makes sense. But now like rereading it. I see Q, I see stack, I saw a hash map. I was like, oh man, does this all make sense now? <laughs> I saw <laughs> I was trees. Able to, I yes, was like, the I trees. Especially when the tree auto balanced, and I was like, I see what's going on here. It needs to be, it needs to maintain this binary structure. <laughs> I like, I'm, I'm trying, because I understand uh, John's and Dave's pretty well now. It took mm-hmm. me a bit. I mean, John's is pretty simple and kind of stupid. Um, as, you know, Dave says, the stack is what he kind of is. But I understand it now. 
I understand the mechanics mostly of babes. Sometimes I get confused by the formulas because I don't remember the original formula we started off with. But <laughs> trying to figure out the tree, like, I understand what it balances. It's trying to maintain, like, the binary. But trying to figure out, like, the whole letter system, it was mind-fucking me. Like, and to this point, it continues to do so. You know, it's, um, it's real fun. Just, just <laughs> to be able to look at it and be like, yes, this is, I know that this letter is, is before the alphabet and the other, than the other, um, letter, and therefore it'll be on the right, um, left branch instead of the right branch, and it just, wild. I, I feel like I've transcended to, like, a higher plane of, like, brain power. <laughs> For real, like, I, at, at the, um, there is an introductory computer science course at our university that we go to <laughs> called Comp, uh, what is it, Comp? One comp 140, comp? or Computational Thinking. Yes, and <laughs> I, I have two roommates who are comp, comp sci majors. I am a silly little English theater major, so probably as far from that as you could get, and they have told me, they've been like, you should take Comp 140, you should take it for, like, the science credit, and I'm like, no, but reading Homestuck, now I'm kind of like, what if I, t- what if I took it? Look, Dax and Hughes play a big part in Comp 140, you'd be at an advantage. I said, yeah, I read Home, this is like, this is like, okay, <laughs> don't kill me for this, but it's kind of like taking world history and having watched Tatalia. No! I knew I was going there. I knew you were gonna say that, but and it hurts. It hurts. And I'm not saying you should do that, because you probably shouldn't, but you do have a slight advantage, um, even though your perception of history will be tainted by homoerotic tension. Uh, you could have said U.S. history hasn't watched Hamilton, and yet no. you went with the more cursed example. I, I'm still new to Hamilton, you know? I've only listened to it Does the theater major. I know, I know. I'm still very mad about the fact that I had to watch it. And the fact that I enjoyed it makes me even more upset. Um, <laughs> anyways, back to Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, the caps logging was... I do understand it more. As someone who is not has not studied de- data structures, but has been vaguely surrounded by comp sci majors and he yeah. overhears conversations and is confused by them... Um, <laughs> I can't tell if it's just because I'm older and more learned or what, um, but I do understand the capsulogging way more. And yeah. just, I understand the format of Homestuck as a parody of, like, those games where you enter commands yourself. I understand mm-hmm. that way better, which I think really enriches, like, the reading experience. Because, like, I, I totally didn't get the fact that, like, it was us, the reader, who is supposed to be, like, who's, like, allegedly typing in those commands for, like, the characters, and how, yeah. like, when you say, like, pick up something, or and they're, like, or put down something, they're, like, what the fuck does that mean, and then you have to, like, <laughs> readjust your vocabulary, like, I think mm-hmm. it, I, like, really appreciate the nuance, like, way more. No, I think, um, kind of related to that, one thing that I always forgot to read for when I was, um, originally, like, reading Homestuck and started causing, like, some problems with understanding, like, later on, was I didn't read the first name, I'd just read the command, so I'd be like, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
because uh, like all the points of view would shift and I'd just be like, oh, I guess we're here now. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the shifting of the points of view is, is, I mean, this is just back to like, I just, I, I feel like I'm just sucking Tessa's dick, like me talking about how good it is, but it's so good. All the sh- my, one of the, my favorite parts towards the end of Act Two mm-hmm. was when um, the mayor was climbing up the shaft and then he like fell down and then it was like fa- failure of the times five cliffhanger combo. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so because there were so many cliffhanger moments like in succession from the shiftings of the points of views. Oh my god! I didn't even. I thought it was because he was climbing. <laughs> Perhaps it is a double entendre. Maybe. Yeah, no, I didn't think of it that way. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is the great thing about having, like, a conversation about it is you realize, like, I I didn't know that um, ATM was, what is it? Something machine. I didn't know Something something machine. machine. Crazy. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to say that, like, um, at the, by the end of Act 2, the, the, creative reuse of the line like um it's we're, like happening or something oh we're doing like, this or that one the sweet yeah Girl, yeah, yeah. Line. not was it sweet brown hella jeff it was what it's, dirk leaves like in the note to to dave yes it's because the 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 we're doing this um like yeah. that thing it's a reference to a sweet bro and hella jeff comic was um, it one of the ones that was referenced in the first two acts because i I know it was only, like, the only two comments, comics I remember reading for, like, these first two acts were the stairs one. Oh, that stairs, stairs so one. iconic. So funny, too. So funny, and so the funny. basketball one. No, there was basketball, there was stairs, and then I think you might have had to click on the text or something of, like, we're doing this, bro, where oh. I, I remember you had to click somewhere. But it would lead you to the Sweet Bro Hella Jeff comic where, because what it is, it's them trying to hug. And it's like, because of the position they're drawn and it's very difficult, but then they do it, we're doing this bro, we're making it happen or whatever. Wait, no way. Mm-hmm. We're, I'm gonna want to revisit this in a little bit. Um, because I think that's gonna come up later. It, like, <laughs> there is like one iconic moment later like far later in the webcomic that i remember because i took a picture of it um <laughs> well we'll get there yes but i think it's a reference to sweet bro and hella jeff and i never knew yeah there's like a hella jeff is so funny it's so funny it's i know like so ridiculously funny dave's always like oh it's ironic and whatever and people think it's so funny it's, it's really it funny it's so funny i warned you about the stairs bro <laughs> i forgot <laughs> why am i just now connecting that to john i like was not connecting that to john not being able to walk upstairs and not liking <laughs> stairs i'm because so, whenever john kept making a big deal about stairs i was like what am i supposed to be remembering the stairs the stairs oh, it is i feel like sweet bro and hella jeff really encapsulates like gen z humor like you can give that to someone who's never read homestuck before and they'll be like this is like the best so <laughs> this funny. is hilarious it's like it's like um me and the boys getting beams at 3am like that meme I feel like that is the same exact energy as uh, it, it is it's like also like deep fried meme mm-hmm. like vibes yes yeah. I yeah. genuinely forgot like how foundational Homestuck was to my sense of humor because <laughs> I find so many of these things probably funnier now than I did back then it's just 
goodness. Literally remind me later, um, like in a um a later episode, I have a theory about Homestuck and John Mulaney. <laughs> Yeah, I'm writing this down because I'm intrigued. (laughs) It's it's a it's a doozy. It's a but it's a good one. Oh, I'm excited. Thank you. Is there anything else that we had written down that we wanted to discuss about these first two acts? Um, we did not talk about Smothers or Derek. We we kind of talked about Smothers. I'm always like, let's talk about the Smothers. <laughs> thing to talk about. I mean, when you have an ass that voluptuous, why would you not want to talk about it? <laughs> okay, I mean, you're right. The main thing that I wanted to mention about the Smuffets was like I thought me being an edgy teen, I thought they were so funny, and this was like uh, when I first read Homestuck, I was really like in the early stages of getting into sewing. So I was like, I'm going to sew myself a smuffet. And I found a powder pattern online, and I printed it out, and then I never made a smuffet. But now I'm really into crocheting. And I looked up, are there, you know, crocheting patterns for smuffets? And there are. So that might be a little project that I'm pursuing this summer. I'm excited. And that, that was all I wanted to say about the Smuffets. Thanks for writing it down for me so I remember to course. share it. I'm, I'm excited because now I need to see you the Smuffet. I remember I wanted, I, I like went down the, I like thought about Smuffet, but for me, like the stalemates were like, so, so, oh, yeah. so I have a stalemate that I bought. Mm-hmm. I did not make one, though I, I remember looking at patterns um, <laughs> a lot, but I'm very excited for you to pursue this. Thank um, you. I also just remembered, like, a memory from, like, freshman year of high school when one of my friends, he, like, bought his sister, like, a birthday present from, like, the Topatico website, Um, and it was, like, not Homestuck-related, but he was like, oh, you want to see what I got my sister for her birthday? I was like, sure, and he goes to the website, and, like, the first thing that pops up are Smuffets. No. (laughs) I'm like... So that was, like, an ongoing <laughs> joke between us. And it's kind of messed up, but, like, it was also pretty funny. <laughs> it's the absolute... It, it's like when, whenever something Homestuck-related gets brought up in front... Does, does, did this person know what Homestuck was? No, no, he just saw, like, a very phallic-looking object. A phallic-looking... Those noses, those proboscis. How yes. do you say it? Proboscis. Proboscises. It's like anytime something, anything like cringe culture related, um, which we can talk about later, Homestuck and its relation to cringe culture, but I'm sure this will be a recurring theme. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, in grappling with the cringe. But um, something like anytime something that like I'm into gets brought up, but like I, I don't want to be very public about like Homestuck, um, it's so hard for me to refrain. From like being like having some sort of auditory or visual reaction, like oh my god, like if if I was with one of my my normie friends, if like one of my roommates somehow went on that website and we saw a smuffet ass, like I would my my body language. 
would reflect it so clearly and they'd be like what is this and then i'd be like i don't know what that is and they'd be like oh you so clearly do i how do you even go about explaining that to someone who like doesn't no home suck it like it's it it just sounds incriminating like there's no way to describe it that isn't like like hmm yeah sometimes you just want to cover with a fat ass and a dick nose like (laughs) i don't know how else to explain it yeah (laughs) before we close out let's just share our favorite quotes from this section oh dude i gotta pull out my list bro you you (laughs) talked about i know what you're gonna talk about yeah. First while I pull out. I'll I'll do I'll do a I'll do a a dramatic reading. Please. Um, all right. Here we go. Here is the here's the quote. So don't change the dizzle. Turn it up a little. I got a living room full of fine dime brizzles waiting on the pizzle, the dizzle and the shizzle. Jeez to the bizzack. Now ladies, here we gizzo. When the pimp's in the crib, ma, drop it, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot. English romantic poet, John Keats. <laughs> so good. So freaking good. It's, it's the, the juxtaposition that just always does it for me. It's so amazing. Those misattributed <laughs> quotes are truly. They're so funny. Truly so good. <laughs> yeah that was another one of those things where the first time i was reading it through i was just like yeah sure i i'm sure these quotes are correct and now that i'm reading it again every time i see a quote i look it up and i'm like nope that's someone completely different <laughs> i have a list of a few quotes i don't think i'll read them all but mm-hmm. um i gotta read multiple of them because they're they're like so short funny. ones that just really got me the first mm-hmm. one that i wrote down from page 30 Sometimes you feel like you are trapped in this room, stuck, if you will, in a sense which possibly borders on titular. Yes. Yeah, I think reading that line, I was like, Hussey, I'm gonna marry you. You are. It's so funny. So so funny. The way and it like recurs too. There are other panels in which he avoids saying that you are stuck at home and (laughs) uses a variety of synonyms. It is so good. Yeah. Um, then there was one about Oscar Wilde, which I think is really funny because um, we just did the appearance of the anus last year. Um, so I still got Oscar Wilde on the brain. Um, but it says, it was talking about Oscar Wilde, and it said, Wise words by a man who likely could resist everything but temptation. So good. <laughs> then here, th- these are um, mm-hmm. three Dave quotes in succession. Arcane. First one. Sir, I'm afraid the comic is the size of your mom's dick. Beautiful. <laughs> Next. I <laughs> Oh, you go, you got one. No, I remember that one when he was like talking about like how big comics and meteors are. And, like no matter what size it is, like it's always big. The Texas Rhode like, Island comparison was so yeah, good. It was so good. Like yeah. facts. I, I just I love when Dave goes off on those like long ass tangents and just types yeah. shit without with reckless abandon. Not caring <laughs> at all. It's so good. So good. And then the next one page 386 skepticism is the crutch of cinematic troglodytes then the last one page 522 from dave this is mm-hmm. from dave an obscenely long coarse kermit cough is being dragged across my anguished face <laughs> the verbosity the verbosity and you know the wonderful thing about it is when it re- cuz that cuz 
I also, like, didn't remember, like, how it revisited Pester Logs, like, when it was doing the time skips and the, the um, like, uh, perspective switches, and how they were doing mm. Pester Logs that happened twice, and you would see it from both, like, for example, Rose and Dave's perspective, um, but, like, you heard him talk about being, the, the course, not the course. Yes. But then you saw it. You literally saw yes. the green, God, like, drag across so his face. so funny. So good. I was like, wow. It actually comedic, dragged across his anguished face. Comedic genius. Comedic genius. Thank you, Hucky. I say thank you, <laughs> sir. And this last one, this last quote, I think a great one to close it off on from our mm-hmm. wonderful mayor. Something that I think both Bria and I can relate to. Yes. After um, we uh, purify some uh, purifying incidents, does this machine look like a Dia purifier to you? Honestly, the idea that an a purifier could be both a purify and dia purify things is so laughably ridiculous. You would wish someone would dia purify your brain and re purify it with a brain that is more smart and less dumb. <laughs> so good. I I wish I wish someone sometimes would just better brain, better thoughts in my brain. I'd love it. I would love it too. But we are stuck with our thoughts about home stuff. And sharing them to the world. To, to who knows who's watching this, Dude, honestly. I don't want listening. anyone in at Rice <laughs> to watch it. I am immediately sending the <laughs> You're cutting that. <laughs> I, am, I am immediately sending this to the Rice Players Discord. Stop, uh, to no. every group chat we share together. Um. <laughs> okay, I, I'll, I'll, you know what I'll do is I'll mm-hmm. post, I'll, I'll, we'll do a graphic design and I'll post it to my YouTube channel. And oh my god. That's what we'll do. And m- my viewers are going to be like, why did you come back from a four month or six month hiatus with this? And I'll be like, why not? I can always post it on on uh, my channel if you would rather not subject me. Oh, no, I would love to subject them <laughs> to this absolute garbage dumpster fire that is our lovely thoughts on home stuff. But, you know, as we said tonight, we're raw dogging. Next week, we're coming at this fully protected. We've got protection, we've got lube, we've got whatever else this sexual metaphor birth control you know all types we've got birth control and plan b but don't yeah don't take sexual advice with us don't do that (laughs) (laughs) we are not liable (laughs) if you use both birth control and plan please what plan plan please on its own but <laughs> As a, it actually sharpie bath is a form of birth control <laughs> reading homestuck is a form of birth control low-key <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna walk you up said that and my brain said time to verbally key smash thank you for listening <laughs> thank you Goodbye. <laughs> Hi, welcome to our outro.
yeah, thank you for listening to Hussies Bitches. Um, if you want to listen to us again, you can find us next week on Wherever hopefully you YouTube. Listen to your podcast. Um, maybe Spotify. Spotify, maybe. Yeah, we, we hope. Uh, but we'll figure it out this week, and next week we'll, we'll have a better sense. Heck yeah. <laughs> now we're gone. Goodbye. Yes. <laughs>